Hello and welcome to Gravitas Wins Conversations. If I have to describe today's guest, he's one with a smiling face, humble manners, but inspiring soul. He has an inspiring story to say, and I hope you will enjoy hearing that as much as I do. Hello, Sukhwinder. Welcome to the conversation. Thanks, Joseph. It's always a pleasure to be with you. And uh, I'm looking forward to the conversation. Uh, tell me about the time where you interned as a, as a young boy, as a young kid, in your cousin's or uncle's uh, shop, and you got the first exposure to business. Can you talk about that? Yeah, sure. It was my cousin's uh, shop, actually. He uh, used to put up a stall for the Pavali crackers. And my dad suggested me that I should join him and help him in uh, assisting during those peak hours. And I used to go by cycle to his shop and uh, only during Diwali uh, uh, celebrations. And I used to manage that cracker shop. And uh, uh, th those uh, uh, small things helped me build that confidence. And uh, I used to handle money, actually. So that has helped me a lot. So in what form did it help? Is it is it only because you were good with money or in any other fashion that internship helped you in the later times? I think uh, I was I was handling the customers. They were uh, expecting the right uh, stuff what they wanted. And uh, obviously they wanted to negotiate also. That negotiation part was also there and then uh, closing the complete transaction. It was a trading part, but I learned things there. Mm. Was it only one year you did it or you did it subsequent every Diwali later on as well? I did it for four to five years. And fortunately, mm. the last year he uh, decided not to put up the stall. And uh, I and my brother decided that we'll put up this time. <laughs> we asked him that we want to uh, put it this time. So and he was very happy to help us around. And uh, we did it that year. It was a big learning. We bought the crackers, everything, all the stuff we did. And uh, I think we closed that complete cycle of uh, transaction uh, from buying the crackers and uh, to uh, getting the money from the end customer. So that obviously sparked things in us. So, so even before you started your manufacturing plant, yeah. you had live experience of running a business. Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, what's the story behind you have named your company Priority Solutions? What, what does it mean? See, actually, uh, every customer wanted us to uh, keep them on the top priority and uh, mm -hmm. they expected the best solutions. And mm -hmm. uh, we ended up naming it Priority Solutions. And the tagline is Your Priority, Our Solutions. Mm, okay. Your yeah. priority, our solutions. Now, yeah. having named it uh, Sukhvinder as priority solutions, how do you balance between every customer is going to ask, I want to be the priority, number one priority for you. Yes. So how do you balance it out? See, this I have uh, kept very uh, close to my heart that we must be known for our uh, uh, spontaneous uh, response. We should mm -hmm. be the fastest. We knew that we are small. But I wanted mm. to be the sharpest. And uh, even today, I claim that uh, in around this uh, region, no one can do things faster than us. And we are proud of our team on this. So working backwards from that, so you have named the company as Priority Solutions. You have kept 
that as your core mantra that yeah. we have to be the fastest yeah working backwards from that how have you arranged your company how have you trained your employees and what are your processes to meet that particular mantra see in the initial days we used to obviously drive things from uh, start to end by our own and uh, we had that passion we had mm-hmm. the vision and we were clear on uh, the basic things we knew the purpose for which this customer is uh, with us and uh, mm. giving that holistic approach rather than only focusing on the specific need what he is expecting out of us or what he has defined we used to try to cater to the undefined things also and mm. uh, that i think that has brought the change and uh, that has brought us here 16 years down the line now 16 years yes fantastic so what you are saying is not only the stated requirements of the customer you understand yeah. but you also try to understand why the customer wants that particular product yes. and then try to understand the undefined requirements and then you try to meet that is that yes. what you are saying exactly okay okay so let's go to the early days so you have set up the company i think you set up the company by your yourself not your brother joined later right exactly okay how was the early days you set up the company you are from a technical background yeah even though you had some bit of understanding about business because of your internship uh how did you learn marketing sales what about other aspects of running a business how did you do it see i uh, basically uh, the core the crux was i was on the other side uh, in my last assignment with aisha volvo i was mm-hmm. into uh, supplier audits and i was into vendor development and uh, when mm-hmm. i traveled length and breadth of india what i identified was that companies were not investing more into research and development they were making good business but they were not fast enough for the new developments and which was i think critical for their future mm. and uh, i took up this thing because i was from tooling background i was technical and uh, fortunately i was there into that uh, strategic position where i was uh, handling the negotiation part and i was basically on the other side of the table and uh, i knew what the pain areas uh, were there for the oem and for the bigger companies they wanted faster developments and when i started this company i knew the crux what i have to hit i knew where the bulls eye is so mm. i targeted those companies which were doing good into production or, or large volumes but they wanted to grow bigger and uh, i uh, extended my expertise to a lot of companies around in badi area and uh, i was fortunate enough to have some very good companies and uh, which were basically they were supplying uh, complete product fmcg products to philips uh, murphy richards then hebels bajaj and you name it and we have the company in our portfolio in our kitty ever ready so uh, we primarily started designing those assembly lines for them and that way we started okay. we were uh, addressing their pain area so mm. uh, marketing was not much uh, in my head and uh, i just targeted their pain area and uh, from there on we moved but these things we learned uh, while rolling and uh, it it is something which we have learned from the toughest teacher and that is market <laughs> yeah. okay uh, how long you were working before you started the company 
I worked for some seven years. Seven years. Yeah. So in that seven years, you traveled all over India. You have met the highest of the customers, the potential customers, so to speak, yeah. uh, for your future business. So you understood their pain points. You yeah. knew this is where, if I'm able to solve this particular problem, then I will have a business, successful business. And then you were able to do that. Exactly. Okay. So you started your company. What was your first sale? Do you remember that? Exactly. I, I, it is very close to my heart. Those were actually a dia 6 mm uh, into 45 mm long double pens. And 100 was the quantity and uh, 1200 mm. was the total value of the bill. And uh, I still remember that first order. Uh, what, what was the bill amount you said? Bill amount was 1200 rupees only. <laughs> very good. Very good. So from that sale, 1200 sale, how did you expand? Uh, what are the products that you sell now? I mean, you sold the pins as the first one. Yes. So how did you expand? Uh, what has been your 16 years of growth journey? It's been immense. Uh, Almighty has been very fortunate. Very, uh, we are blessed, uh, basically. And uh, we have been fortunate enough to uh, have that stability in our business. And... Uh, to give you a gauge of this, we have already uh, done a single order of one CR. And, mm. uh, we are doing good and uh, we have crossed five CR last year. And I'm seeing huge potential now. And uh, we are ready to go full throttle now. We have the right uh, mix of team and setup. Uh, Sukundar, yeah. 16 years back, your first sale was. 1,200 you said, right? 1,200 yes. rupees. Exactly. Today you have one order which is worth one crore. Yeah. What would be or what was the mantra that drove from the 1,200 to one crore? To keep going. What make okay. up? To keep going. Uh, we have never ever uh, been... Uh, uh, unfaithful to ourselves we have always uh, identified the areas the weakness where we need to improve and we have worked on those things we have been sincere to ourselves Sukundar, whenever i have talked to you yeah. this is one thing that you have always repeated be sincere to yourself yes be faithful to yourself what does it mean what does it mean to you being faithful to yourself or being sincere to yourself what does it mean to you See, it, it, it means life to me. It starts with knowing and accepting yourself. Mm -hmm. Being faithful and factual of the truth about yourself. And never ever excuse yourself. Mm. I have seen... Can you uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Can you give me an example of never excuse yourself? In your own life, how you have done that? See, uh, we all humans have a tendency to put the blame on situations or other mm -hmm. people rather mm -hmm. than accepting the failure what we have uh, already incurred. So mm -hmm. try to own things, start owning things. And during my 16 years of entrepreneurship journey, I have seen people failing, a lot of people failing. And mm -hmm. majority of the people had this thing in common that they weren't faithful and uh, to their own self. Okay. So say, for example, you got a setback. I don't know whether you can 
share any of the setback that you had. Say, for example, you had a setback. What do you do after that? See, there is no shame in sharing the setbacks. We had more setbacks than successes. And uh, that only has taught us. And failure is very important in life. We must accept mm -hmm. that failure with grace. We have always accepted it. We have analyzed the reasons behind it wherever we have failed. There are two types of things which uh, actually work in this world. One are those things, those areas where you can play some role. And there mm -hmm. are other things which are not in our hands. Rather mm -hmm. than cursing those things which are not in our hands, we should just try to focus on things which are in our hands. Basically, we should try to improve ourselves. Okay. Yeah. So in this 16 years, how have you improved yourself from that first sale? It's been a long journey and uh, it won't be able to sum up in a small uh, conversation. But uh, obviously, uh, we are being more patient. We have uh, tried to mm. inculcate this uh, very habit of being truthful to ourselves and to the teams also. And uh, to we have tried to bring this to the culture of the team. And we are proud that uh, our teams are also very much truthful. And we bring those failures to the table so that uh, we should not all learn from our own mistakes. Rather, we should learn from uh, mistakes what someone else has also made. Okay. Yeah. One thing is for leaders to keep themselves accountable. Yeah. It is very difficult to transfer that to the team. That particular attitude of holding oneself accountable and responsible and being faithful to oneself. How did you build that within your team? So it's very simple. I think what we practice, mm. only that they can take away. Preach what you practice. Because mm. if I start preaching something else and I'm practicing something else, so they won't take it that way. So it has to be in my blood. Then only they will accept it. If I am uh, accepting my own mistakes on the table, obviously they will also come up with theirs. And uh, we have to be truthful to ourselves and to the teams. Then only they the, the, uh, it is reciprocal. Mm. It will only come back once we start giving it. Mm. So what you are saying is as a leader, when you show that you are vulnerable and you are uh, open to accepting your own mistakes, you are saying the team also will reciprocate that particular attitude. Exactly. Mm. So probably this is why you built the India's first bulletproof material lab, testing lab for Ministry of Home Affairs. Yeah. Uh, when did that happen? How did that happen? Uh, it happened after the Mumbai attacks when mm. uh, Hemant Karkare and a few others uh, were killed by those uh, attackers from Pakistan. And uh, our governments decided that uh, whatever bulletproof material we are buying, we must test it and validate it before using it. And the Commonwealth Games were on our uh, head. It was in 2009. MHA decided and uh, gave this assignment to Central Forensic Science Laboratory, Chandigarh. And they approached DRDO lab, TBRL, in Ramgarh. And fortunately, we were working on a few things with them. And uh, they knew that we are an aggressive team and we may push those uh, areas and uh, develop this uh, equipment. 
and uh, we were referred to CFSL Chandigarh. It was something big for us, and uh, because the customer itself didn't knew what they wanted, but they had mm. a very vague idea, and uh, we had few discussions, and then we decided that we must build this because it is a matter of uh, national importance, <clears throat> and uh, we are proud of it. We did it well, and we have already evolved around it, and we have developed uh, various other newer things on the same platform. So obviously, uh, you should be proud of it because two things, right? It has proved to you the name that you gave to yourself, Priority Solutions, and you said, we will keep that customer as a priority, and you have evolved into that. And second, you are serving the nation yes. by doing this. So absolutely, uh, you should be proud of yourself in that particular uh, thing. Uh, what are the other, anything that you can share, what are the other uh, materials or businesses that you have done with respect to the defense or uh, national interest? We have, there are uh, many things, but uh, obviously uh, I don't want to share so many things, but we can mm. obviously share. We have uh, worked on uh, the basic optical HUD, which uh, CSIO has developed and uh, Portages light combat aircraft and all the LED lighting fixtures. And we were part of the team and uh, we are proud of that also because that was the first indigenous aircraft and we had contributed in the uh, basic HUD assembly and then the uh, electronic uh, box, what we call the black box. So these are two things which have, we, have, we have worked on and uh, there are other things which uh, I uh, I want to keep uh, close to my heart now because uh, there is some there are few things which I cannot disclose. Okay, wonderful. I, I completely understand that. Uh, so, in the sixteen years, you you have come long way, but how has COVID affected your industry and especially your business in particular? COVID actually uh, it has definitely affected the industry hard. Market is still not back to normal mm. to the pre-COVID levels and uh, inflation and less demand have uh, shut many units across industry but uh, i think we have been fortunate enough being uh, fragile and fast to change we built uh, uv sanitizer chambers and mm. uh, touchless mist sanitizers then we developed the sanitizing tunnel the first one of the only uh, drdo approved tunnel we had developed and uh, that we did in april 2020 the very next month of the lockdown and we are very uh, fast and very adaptive so we could bounce back early uh one of couple of words i have heard it repeatedly in this particular conversation so going there one is we were fortunate enough that you seem to give a lot of credit to luck as a as a matter of fact but the other word that i heard heard uh, quite a lot is we were fast enough. How do you balance that fast and fortunate? See, uh, being lucky is something that we should be uh, prepared for the opportunity. Opportunities mm -hmm. knock at doors. We should be prepared mm. to grab them. And we have always tried to prepare ourselves for the future. And uh, we do obviously strategic thinking on uh, our 10 years down the line, how markets will be and all those things. Mm. So uh, 
that was there and uh, being fortunate we always try to be very optimistic and positive of our uh, capabilities of the team and uh, everything around i always okay. try to be very optimistic on this mm. you dedicate half a day for thinking about your business yeah. can you talk about how did you come to that particular idea how have you practiced it and what have you gained by doing that see pre covid i was basically into business and mm-hmm. uh, this is what i have learned out of covid only because once it started and uh, uh, pure world we all were free to uh, <laughs> do something new and uh, it's basically positive self talk to okay. cultivate the right mindset and the planning for the future and uh, strategy thinking to ideate a strategy to help company reach its objectives so and we must be capable of analyzing uh, variety of inputs like market conditions emerging business trends and uh, our internal uh, resource allocation how we can allocate things and build our newer future the things so that is uh, the area where i keep on working and because we have to uh, we should have the ability to communicate complex ideas mm-hmm. to the internal and the external stakeholders we have to mm-hmm. collaborate with them we have to engage them we have mm-hmm. to bring them on board and uh, building consensus and ensuring that everyone is aligned towards the shared goal goals so this is something i keep on working when i uh, i dedicated in the second half mode of my day some 2 to 3 hours i am planning each day this way i am so you practice this every day yes 2 hours dedicated towards thinking about future how i can communicate the values that i stand for uh, the opportunities that you see so you s- dedicate about 2 hours every day for this yes about planning and then implementing uh, those uh, solutions also because uh, mm. without implementation it won't bring any change so i have started uh, this and i am getting very good results and uh, i am disengaging myself from those basic activities now and uh, mm. sparing time out of this so wh- what do you mean by i am disengaging myself from the basic activities wh- what do you mean by that i am big fan of uh, pareto uh, principle of 8020 mm. and mm. i apply it in each and every aspect of my life so what i try to do is i have uh, identified those activities where i am uh, involved for 80% of the time and uh, it it's uh, it, it is it, the value which is coming out is about 20% so i have tried to delegate those things to others and uh, disengage from those activities and spare more time for myself for the company so that i can do the strategic thinking and planning and then uh, going ahead with the action plan okay if any of the ceo wants to inculcate this kind of a practice for themselves and then probably to the executives in their team how should they start doing it how should they start thinking about it where should they start see i think they should start by disengaging themselves first because uh, what i feel is a very bad habit amongst our uh, among the founders i too am a founder that we uh, engage ourselves too much we attach ourselves too much with the company with the startup 
but mm. uh, with time passage once you have the right team we should identify those areas where people can be engaged where people can be deputed and obviously they'll make some mistakes that uh, perfection uh, syndrome which we have mm. to leave because mm. if we we keep on uh, focusing on that perfection thing it won't happen things will go wrong and with that's that's the cost we are paying to build those teams and systems very good point okay uh who are the leaders you admire and why what, what qualities you find in great leaders see leaders who give birth to future leaders are those whom i admire and we must build the second line of for the future and the courageous honest forward looking and those having the ability to inspire teams are the ones whom i inspire and uh, i usually don't uh, uh, look above on the google for those leaders i look around myself i look mm. around my area my uh, vicinity those people whom i physically know so that i can extract the learnings i can converse with them and i can learn from them and uh, that's those are the leaders the real leaders for me so kunder uh, that's the reason why i'm talking to you that we should all look around yes among ourselves and there are enough plenty of leaders and people who can inspire us among us among the crowd that we have we are in yeah. and uh, we should learn from them and it is easy to learn from them exactly because because you know them you can and go you, visit you them you can you can resonate with them absolutely we should not look for uh, superhumans ha ah. hmm wonderful thanks for sharing that uh, sukinder what are the books or movies that shifted your thinking quite a lot see i don't uh, uh, i didn't had much habit of uh, reading too many books but i want to mention two books here one is uh, thinking big and uh, the magic of thinking big by david and uh, restart world at obviously my all time favorite and uh, they have uh, shifted the mindset which was required okay uh one of the habits that you talked about is dedicated time every day disen- disengaging yourself from the team and thinking about the future and also laying out the plan action plan for meeting that particular future what are the other habits that you have to to do your best work see one thing is i get up very early Mm-hmm. and i consciously cultivate uh, optimism as a habit and it has changed the way i look around situations now and uh, i have realized that uh, the way i think i act i react and i solve problems are completely different now you have to be very optimistic for uh, the right for having the right mindset to handle those newer newer challenges and situations we should uh, look at all the problems as opportunities so that is there yeah, yeah that, that's a very valid point sukhvinder but when you see so many troubles around yourself i'm not even talking about world problems i'm talking about say for example today there is covid there is a lot of uh, layoffs that are happening economy is not so good among all of this how do you develop optimism 
see in that very context if i say uh, if there is covid and the supply chains are disrupted now so if i take my own case if there is a big order from defense companies which are uh, settled abroad and if they are foreign companies and uh, it won't be possible for them to deliver things faster so i can pitch in uh, those areas those territories uh, we have already started working very aggressively for developing most of the uh, equipments related to the ballistic industry and uh, so this way you can uh, work on the right areas work on things which you can handle i, I think i shared earlier also we should not look for excuses economy is not working inflation is very high there is no demand this all is there and we can't change it hmm. let let's let's be the change ourselves okay so you always try to split the problem into two categories as yes. you rightly said one is which i can't have any control so don't bother about it wherever i can have some control work fast and, and on there, priority uh, and there are only 20% of the things which are in our control so obviously work on those mm-hmm. and leave those 80% to the almighty okay so everywhere that 80 20 you kind yes, of bring that yes in. yes everywhere okay uh that's a that's a good one and i'm i'm going to try to follow that uh, sukinder sukinder you have been part of gravitas wins community almost from day one uh, ever since i started the gravitas win show you have been there you have been a gravitas win student uh, you a- play active role in the community as well what do you enjoy about gravitas win scores and the community and what have you learned from it firstly i want to be very much thankful to you for uh, introducing it to us and uh, initially i attended few sessions and then i joined the course i uh, usually belong to the pragmatist school of thinking which says that uh, test of a good theory is that they <laughs> must have some problem solving power whatever ideas you have shared they all had energy mm-hmm. and we what i got out of gravitas wins courses we got a very good practical uh, frameworks for translating those ideas into action and uh, community has been uh, so special to me i have already shared earlier also and it's pushing me to grow in the right areas i'm indebted to the community and to the gravitas so it's it's bringing uh, a lot of positivity around thank you uh final few questions are sukinder what's the kindest thing anybody has done for you after almighty it's our dear parents who have brought us up in such a beautiful way with limited resources at their disposal and they have built us independent and uh, mm. we cannot repay mm and uh, what's the definition of living a good life for you yeah it's uh, those who truly believe in themselves live a holistic life mm so Tell you me. are keeping on going back to that particular thing right the purpose uh, yeah. know who you are yeah. that purpose yes and then be true to that particular purpose yes. basically the, their life is uh, filled with uh, fulfilling relationships mm. dream, dreams goals that move them forward the aim is to move make progress to move forward to adapt and keep evolving now 
say for example you and i are low old but let's say for example i am 21 25 30 years old how can i find my purpose see uh, we should understand ourselves first what are our strengths and uh, weaknesses knowing oneself will solve half of the battles mm. you can win mm. half the battles once you know yourself and you are factual about your own strengths and weaknesses then you can find the way because it cannot be injected it has to be brought from within we should uh, work on ourselves we should know ourselves very well and be truthful to ourselves how did you get this uh, did you go through some is it because of some spiritual sermon that you had or is it because of your upbringing in your home or is it because of some kind of a reading uh, how did you get into this i think it is by upbringing only our uh, father has uh, always been very transparent with us he has mm. put across uh, things and uh, early in life we started uh, having those conversations and uh, that has brought the transparency about uh, being truthful and uh, he has always admitted whatever mistakes uh, even if he makes and uh, this has taught us to be truthful wonderful uh, so kind of thank you a lot for sharing your life journey and life lessons um, where can people find you online i'm available on uh, linkedin uh, my mm-hmm. uh, id is sing technical and uh, my name is sukandar singh uppal you can uh, reach out to me there at on twitter also and instagram it's sync technical basically sync and then technical <laughs> there again i have a logic <laughs> sukunder so, i find you very interesting because you approach things logically but then you also place a premium on luck you have, that's one of the thing that you have repeatedly said i find it intriguing that you are able to combine both in your perspective that that logic and the mystery or the luck part of it and i only hope we will spend quite a bit of a time in the future and i'm able to understand that even better when i'm moving with you thank you for taking the time to talk to me sukvinder player was all mine it was lovely conversing thanks a lot thanks for the opportunity thank you thank you i hope you enjoyed our conversation please share what you liked in our conversation on social media and tag us also check out my executive coaching program gravitas wins have life of wins